Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, November 9th. Or maybe by the time you're getting this, it will be Friday, November 10th. Recording this a little bit late in the afternoon on the 9th. I hope you're doing well as we journey together towards Jesus and we finish this podcast week um, and start to move towards the weekend, start to uh, prepare our hearts, hopefully for a time of Sabbath and uh, rest and uh, really reorientation around uh, the person and work of Jesus, who he is and, and what he's doing, what he's inviting us into. Those are all parts of the way that Sabbath is uh, supposed to be engaged by us and we get to uh, the privilege of entering into that. And so I pray that you have a 24-hour period to enter into that in the next uh, uh, few days. I know uh, my Sabbath is tomorrow uh, and I'm really looking forward. We have uh, some time with uh, some good friends tonight that we're going to be able to spend some time with and then uh, some time tomorrow just to do some things that uh, connect my heart with the goodness of God and uh, really looking forward to that. And so I hope you have opportunity for that. Speaking of the goodness of God, I, I want to spend just a little bit of time today on uh, the the word that I kicked around, the Hebrew concept that we talked about from Exodus chapter 34 on uh, Sunday. And let me give you some context for why we were talking about that uh, that Hebrew concept uh, within the idea of uh, being ready to give an answer for the hope that we have or preaching the gospel through our living. We talked about the idea that um, uh, while we should be ready to give an answer for the hope that we have, Peter says in the first part of verse 15 of First Peter chapter 3, that we should in our hearts set apart Christ as holy. And there's a lot of different things that that means, but one of the things that um, that Peter is saying is that we should be fully and completely satisfied in him, that the satisfaction that we have should be the marker that leads people to uh, ask the question about the hope that we have. And so that idea of being fully satisfied in Jesus and having that satisfaction, having uh, this idea that I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to get approval from you or I'm not trying to gain acceptance from you. I'm not out to get what the world wants, whether that be uh, finances or power or uh, whatever it is. Um, in, instead, I'm satisfied in Christ. That's really the, the thing that drives the question of um, why is it that you're so different than the world around you? And the, uh, the reason why we're satisfied is because of this, uh, this really powerful Hebrew concept of who God is as God reveals himself to Moses in Exodus chapter 34. If you remember, the Hebrew word is chesed. It's um, usually transliter- transliterated H-E-S-E-D, but uh, there's kind of a hard H at the front of it as there is in a lot of uh, Hebrew language. The, uh, the word is chesed. And um, it it literally means the the overflow of the goodness of God. Um, Michael Card wrote a book, literally an entire book, just on this word. It's called Inexpressible, and uh, really an excellent work um, looking at this word from lots of different angles. But he defines has said this way: when the person from whom I have a right to expect nothing instead gives me everything. Let me say that again. Has said is. When the person from whom I have a right to expect nothing instead gives me everything. That's where we are with God. 
We have a right not only to expect nothing, less than nothing. We have the right to expect uh, anger and wrath. We have the right to expect uh, God uh, turning on us and punishing us. And instead, what we get from God is this heart response where God turns to us and uh, we we are able to be uh, loved out of the overflow of the love of God uh, that that He gives to all people, but certainly is directed towards us. Um, the the word that often gets translated in English is loving kindness. There's just this this overflow of the kindness and the love of God toward us, and in Jesus, that has said love is most fully manifested. Jesus comes and he gives himself for us. This is the full self-giving love of the cross. Uh, Jesus comes to make us into people of love that we would um, not just be forgiven of our sin, but we would enter into the kingdom of God. We would enter into the rule and reign of God. And by doing that, as we enter into the rule and reign of God, we enter into this overflow of his love for us. And so when we get a hold of that, when we recognize that we are fully and completely loved, that there's nothing that we can do that can get in the way of that love, that uh, that God's love for us is poured out in Jesus, then what happens is uh, we begin to be fully and completely satisfied in him. We begin to see the world differently. We begin to uh, no longer be longing to gain something from the world around us, but rather we are we we have to give to the world around us. Uh, we have in us the goodness of God that's flowing through us, and uh, we then go out into the world with the um, the the calling, the invitation of uh, stepping into the things that God's doing in the world and being a conduit, and uh, and so at, at the end of many of these podcasts, I talk about the idea of being transformed from the inside out by the grace of Jesus, and then taking that grace, that message to the world around us, that He would flow through us to a waiting and watching world, and that idea of flowing through us—that's what has said is—is that it's that God has poured out this incredible love that we can't get our arms around into us. And as he's poured it out into us, it needs to flow through us. And I want to tie that back to Sabbath because uh, the reality of our lives and the reality of the culture that we live in is that we miss that love all the time. It's not that God's love for us ever changes. It's not that the has said that he has given to us this overflow of goodness. Uh, it's not like that ever changes. But rather, what happens is we just miss it. We get busy. We get um, caught up in stuff. And in the middle of getting caught up in stuff, part of how we revert to the brokenness of um, our normal fallen lives is that we start to clamor after stuff again, whether that be approval from people or whether that be um, uh, finances or power or whatever the, the thing is. We forget that we already have everything that we need in Christ. And so Sabbath is a time for us to be able to stop and to remember how good God is, all the things that God's given to us, the beauty of the world around us and the way that God continues to uh, work in and through us. This is all part of Sabbath. It's all part of uh, the good news given to us in Christ. And so when we pause, when we stop, we're able to recognize how good God is and what he's done for us. And it's out of that Sabbath then, that, that recognition of the love of God, 
that we're able to then step into the work that God's given to us. I was talking to the high school students at Logos yesterday. Um, such a privilege to see uh, all that God's doing at Logos Academy and uh, the work that uh, that God's doing there. And these students, man, uh, just some really great, sharp kids. Um, but I was talking to them about the idea that we we love being saved by grace. That um, the, those verses from Ephesians chapter two, eight, and nine that we know so well—it's by grace that we've been saved through faith, and this is not from works, but it's a gift of God, so that no one can boast. Great, great truth, powerful truth. But it flows right out of that into the fact that we are the workmanship of God, this beautiful piece of art that he has made so that we would walk into the good works that he has laid out before us. That the invitation of our lives is not that said would come into us alone, but that said would flow through us to the world. The, the goal of the, the beautiful, self-sacrificing, covenantal love of God is that it would come through us to the world around us. And Sabbath reorients us to that. And so as we get to the end of this week and we start to think into what it means for us as followers of Jesus to love and care for the world around us, I, I want to encourage you to consider that reality, that um, the, the love of God manifested to us in Christ is such that we don't just receive it, but we give it. That um, we're ready to give an answer for the hope that we have? Absolutely. That we live a life that begs the question. But also that we are um, intentionally and um, sacrificially loving the world around us because his love flows through us to the rest of the world. And so I pray that you would have a wonderful weekend. I'm really looking forward to being with you on Sunday, uh, being able to rejoice together. I'm, I'm thankful for all the things that God's doing in the world around us and uh, thankful to be a part of some of those things. And so I pray that you would have a restful Sabbath and that you would fully enter into the love of God poured out through you um, and, and flowing through you to a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of today and uh, rest of the weekend, and I will look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Grace and peace to you.